This is Matt Greller, CEO of AIM. Welcome to the Hometown Innovations Podcast. Join us as we share ways our municipalities are positioning themselves for the future, thought-provoking interviews with state and local leaders, and more. Thanks for listening as we tell the municipal story. Welcome to this episode of the AIM Hometown Innovations Podcast. This is Chelsea Schneider, AIM Innovations Content Manager, and today we're here with 2019 AIM Board President and Huntingburg Mayor, Denny Spinner. Mayor, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's, we really appreciate it. It's my pleasure it. to be here, Chelsea. Thanks for having me. Great. So, Mayor Spinner, you're assuming leadership of AIM at a really important time for the organization in Indiana cities and towns. What are your goals as 2019 AIM Board President? Well, one of my goals, uh, as we talked about uh, at the, the, the AIM Ideas Summit, was to, to get more engaged with the civic leaders in our state. AIM has done a great job of making the transition and is, is, has been recognized by those that we deal with at the state level as a very viable organization. But one of my goals is to, to bring more voices into, into that organization from across all levels of municipal government. Uh, for me, the reason why I'm even here as, as a president of this organization was because it was so much a part of my formation uh, as, as a civic leader. I came into mayor, the mayor's office really no idea of how to be a mayor. Uh, and I think there's a lot of civic leaders that want to do well for their community and, and have great uh, energy and enthusiasm, or they wouldn't have run for office in the first place. But once you get into that position, there are a lot of, of, of snares and traps and, and just mechanical things that, that you need help in getting past. So my, my goal is, is a little bit more internal for the organization is to reach out and broaden the net and bring in those who are not, maybe not necessarily new, but, but have, are looking for new ways to, 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 to get involved. And we need those voices inside our organization in order to, for us to represent the entire state. When we go to our friends at the state legislature and say, who are you hearing from? And we can demonstrate to them that we've got a cross-section of, of civic leaders from, from rural and small communities to our largest uh, cities and towns. Uh, we need that, cr- that broad uh, influence, that broad representation, and it only make us a better organization. And I think we'll represent our municipalities much better as we go forward. Definitely. Um, that's great. Huntingburg is a stellar community designee, and it has great success in seeing your stellar projects to fruition. What have you learned from the stellar process, and what do you hope to bring from that process to the AIM presidency? I think probably one of the biggest things that that I can take away from the the stellar process is the engagement at all levels between state, local, and private industry. Uh, The engaging your community and bringing in, you know, there's people who are, every community has those people who are there and want to be a part of the community and engaging the public uh, in, in not only a, a uh, in a volunteer way, but also engaging the, the corporate uh, side of things where the investment can come behind what the state and the local can do. There was only so much that we could do. Uh, in the, uh, Huntingburg, we were blessed to have some resources available to us to go after the stellar designation. But what put us over the top and the projects that we've been able to, to accomplish so far is the private investment that came along with that. Uh, you know, the, we, we just, and that, that ability to go out and ask was one thing that, that I learned. As that, but I also learned that if you present your case in most situations, 
if you present a strong case and you have the backing of the state of Indiana and you walk into your corporate or your private uh, uh, potential uh, donors, they're going to get on board. So I think finding out and working that relationship between the private and the public sector was probably one of the biggest learning curves that I had. And as 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 I come into this role now as president, I, I, the experience I have there, I hope I can bring that to, to some others who are going down that same path, whether it be a stellar designation, regional cities, or just some, you know, uh, uh, some sort of state grant of some kind uh, that maybe I can help them say, here's how it worked for us. And I don't think we're so unique. I think what, what we've done here is not, nothing new, but I've just, I have an experience in that, and I can, I'd be glad to share that. So when you're talking about participation and AIM, mm-hmm. which is so important, such an important goal, we're here at Mears Institute, right? right. Um, currently in Indianapolis, where we are recording the podcast. What have you learned, you know, as a municipal official in terms of just having interaction with your peers? I, I think that's probably the most valuable thing that I've had. And in this room we're in today with, with the mayors from across the state, uh, you go across all ages as, as mayors. Uh, mayors have been mayors for 20 years, some that have been in their first term, the size of the community. But there's one common theme across the, that, that we're all trying to do what's right and best for our community. And, and having access to the best and, and best ideas, the, the things that have worked well, and it's, I find it very scalable. Uh, you know, whether you're from Fort Wayne or from Huntingburg, our issues are, are very much similar. The scale may be different, but the types of issues that we face as municipal leaders are, are virtually the same no matter where we go. And so I think that's, you know, having an organization like this where you can sit in the room with your peers and really there's, there's only so many people that understand that job. And, and to have that, you know, we have 30 to 40 people in this room uh, today and, and the conversation at lunch was just tremendous because we had eight mayors sitting at lunch and just talking about the, the calls we get. And, you know, and how do you how do you respond to some of those things? And, and while those, some of the stories are very humorous and kind of, you know, you, you kind of share that, there's still a common thread there. You, you have to respond to the public at this local level. And the stories that we share of how to do that and how to, to build a consensus in your community and how to take projects through, I, I've learned so much from from my peers in that that I, without this organization, I, I wouldn't be here. There's a lot to be said about the strength of Indiana's rural communities. Mm-hmm. What would you like people to know about cities and towns like Huntingburg? Well, I think that, you know, there's... One of the great things about Indiana is its small towns. I mean, you, 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 you hear these stories, you know, the thing that maybe Indiana is most famous for was Hoosier hysteria and how basketball was, you know, every community had their identity. And while, while we've gotten, it's, it's great to have that, uh, that identity, there are reasons why all these communities exist. And there's deep history in all these communities. And there's a lot of things going on. There's reasons why people choose to live in the smaller communities across our state. And, and as a leader, you have to tap into that. So I, I think it's very important that, that, that as a rural community, there's identity there, but there's also a quality of life that, that, that has to be recognized. There are benefits to being in a smaller community. There are benefits to having that route that, that you've had. And there's benefits, you know, everything from, from, from every level, from schools to the personal interaction you have. And, and we talked about this just briefly before we started. And the opportunity to make a difference in your community exists in these rural communities. If you want to be involved and you want to make a difference in how quality of life is in your own town, 
the best place to do it is in a small town. You can walk into City Hall, you can volunteer for organizations, you can be on a committee, and you can affect change in your community that can be seen and realized in a very short turnaround many times. That's great. As cities and towns focus on quality of life, your focus on quality of life as mayor, what are some ways that the state can come alongside cities and towns to help in that process? Well, we, we do have a good partner in the state of Indiana. They, they do, there's a lot of programs out there that, that help provide uh, funds and resources for us. And, and the knowledge of, of the state government is something that we need to continue to tap in. Even with it, if, if there's not a financial carrot to it, there's a lot of knowledge, corporate knowledge at the state level. People who want to do their job very well. But I think one of the things that you know you hear from local mayors and local government a lot is the, the flexibility to make the decisions on our, our own level that affect us directly. I know that if on Tuesday night I vote at a city council meeting for an increase in some kind or a change in, in, in some rate or a change in some policy, I've got to go to the grocery store on Wednesday, and I'm going to hear that right away. So I think local government at every level is very, very responsive to the people by necessity. And I think while, while there has, you know, there's a good relationship, I think the state legislators, our state government needs to trust those local decision makers because they're going to be the ones that have that direct effect and will hear immediately if their decision is something that, that, that is not in accordance with what their community wants. But I think in most cases, just having that flexibility to say, these are the things that the, a path that our community chooses to go down to achieve this goal, we should have all the flexibility we need to make those decisions along the way and, so, and get the support from the state where we need it at that time. Great. So you talk about the automatic feedback loop, right? You know, going <laughs> right. to the grocery store, hearing from constituents. I think it's probably an understatement to say that being a mayor is a really unique job, right? right? right. Why Why did you decide to kind of go down this road and become a local government official? Well, I, before I ran for mayor, I had never run for office before. I had served on the park board at one, for about two terms. But I was always engaged in the community. My, I grew up in, uh, my, my community is about 6,000 people. I grew up in town, I've lived there all my life. So I, I, I was always engaged in the community in, in, in different ways. But as, as uh, uh, it became time, there was an election coming up and I really wasn't really thinking about any kind of service. And quite frankly, somebody came to my door one day and knocked on the door and said, hey, I, we've had some guys talk and they think that, that you would be a good mayor. <laughs> after I laughed and then and then kind of dismissed it, uh, I gave it some serious thought and I talked I talked it over of course with my wife, and and the time in my life that, that this came about was the right time for me. Uh, my children were out of the home and were doing very well on their own and were very established. So I felt I had the time that I could dedicate to the job if I was going to do it. I was going to go all in and I was going to be there to to do the job in the most effective way I could. I felt like at a time, my experience at that point was 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 what I was gave me a chance to sing, bring some new ideas uh, to our city government, and and the the energy that I had to, to 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 bring to the job was at the right place, and and the desire. I mean, I love my town. I, I always have, and this was the most direct way that I could maybe make an impact. And and I've been fortunate that in making that decision, then being successful in in, in being elected. That I've I've been bringing along those in my the community that that have that same passion. We don't always agree on, on what the path may be, but have I would much rather deal with passionate people than people who are indifferent. And when you bring passionate people, people who are passionate about their community together, 
uh, that's one maybe one of my strengths is I'm, I'm I'm a pretty good consensus builder, and and bringing in people and bringing in ideas and having an opportunity to express those ideas and then making a decision that that people can say well we may have not agreed on all this but this is the right direction for our community that's that's something that has just been so rewarding. What's what's been your best moment as oh, a school official? I know, oh, a little bit a, like big question, I, okay. right? There, there, so. you know, I, and I, I kind of got two levels of this. Okay, I, I'm going I'm to give you two levels. One of the best, I have to admit, the best days was when Huntingburg received the stellar designation because it was a culmination of about three years of work that, that we really had the community spirit behind this effort. And to be successful in that and to be recognized by the state of Indiana as a stellar designee was, was just a tremendous moment, not only for me, but for our community. It was a tremendous moment for Huntingburg as a community to say, look, we, we've got something of value here. We're, we're going in the right direction and the state recognizes that we have a potential to be a stellar community. Uh, on the other side of that, we kind of talked about it a little bit, that, that opportunity to help that individual. There are people that come into City Hall almost on a daily or maybe you know, a regular basis that have an issue that, you, that they need a solution. And some, some days you can't. You, some, some days you just don't have a solution for them. But some days you do. And if we can make a decision at City Hall or send somebody from the street department out there to make a difference for that person's life, that day got better for them. And having that one-on-one experience of doing something that does truly make their life a little bit better on that day, that's about as good as it gets. You just had a ribbon cutting for Market Street Park, Mm -hmm. this really unique gathering space in downtown, a great... I felt really meaningful ceremony, uh, meaningful speakers. Why do cities and towns, when they look ahead to their future, why are projects like Market Street Park important? Well, for for us, I think, uh, for us, I can tell you why it was important for Huntingburg, but I think this relates to to many other communities. Uh, We are not a town, a a county seat. We're we're, we're a community, in in our county, we are not the county seat. County seats in Indiana kind of have that gathering space by by nature, by the fact, you know, the courthouse is there and there seems to be an energy around that courthouse that happens sort of naturally in some of our county seats. But there are so many communities outside that are very viable communities that, that don't have that, that spot. We were fortunate that we had a historic structure in our downtown, was our old town hall, which, which is on the National Historic Register. But it was in the middle of, of an area that was not uh, enhanced or was not being utilized properly. We, I, I, I've, they've asked me what was it like before Market Street Park. I, I, the best term I can say, it was a very municipal parking lot. <laughs> it was pavement and, and it, was just, it was just a parking lot. But somebody in our town, and it wasn't me, had a vision that said, wouldn't this be a great place for our community to gather? And once we tried it a couple of times as just a municipal parking lot, we realized, yes, there is an energy in town that only happens in the downtown when you can get people together. The heart of every community is their downtown. So this Market Street project with the stellar designation and with the energy that we had really can become a transformational uh, effort by the fact that now we have an identity, a place that when our community gets together, we know where that's going to be, and the possibilities that we see in the future for this space are—we uh, don't—we don't know what they are yet. 
but but we do know there's an energy in town and there's a pride in the community that we have a space where we can say this is Huntingburg space and this reflects our community and this is where we as a community can get together and celebrate the great days that we have ahead of us. There's going, there's going to be celebrations to come for years and years of the great things that our community can do. And we have a place where that all can happen right now. Great. Well, thank you so much, Mayor. We really appreciate your time. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you.